take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Welcome if you are a new listener, and I'd like to remind you to rate, review, subscribe, and also tell a friend, a loved one, a stranger, whoever, just how dope you think this podcast is, right? Um, so this week's topic is I wanted to talk about um, narcissism. Um, It's a term that I see people throw around a lot. And um, I just wanted to discuss it because sometimes um, when people reference it or when they talk about it, they're wrong. So um, anyway, I hope everybody had a great week, weekend, whatever it is you're coming off of when you're listening to this. Um, We are coming upon the new year. Uh, Next week's topic, I believe, is going to be about shit we not taking into 2019. I thought about that. I said, you know, I'm going to do a podcast on shit we not taking into 2019. So if you'd like to email me, I think I may do a post about it and you can comment. What is some shit you think we should not take into 2019? Because the retrograde of this year is over. The retrogrades for this year are over. And I don't know about y'all, but this year kicked my personal and spiritual ass. It kicked my ass, but for the good, because I remember reading about the retrogrades, you know, how one is going to come after the other and another, like, oh, it's going to be bad, but you, but you going to like it. It's going to be bad, but, um, it's going to be good out of it. You, 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 you'll you see the method to the madness. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. What do you mean I'm going to see the light at the end of the tunnel? I'm going to see this 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 treasure and the rainbow at the end of the fucking storm. And I do. I have grown so much. I have let go a lot of traumas um, and things on my mental, my psyche. Well, that's the same thing. But my spirit, everything... Even shit that I didn't even know I was still fucked up by. Even shit that um, I had suppressed. You know, I I noticed it would just come the fuck up, just regurgitate the shit up. And it was like, all right, I got to deal with this. And like when I would deal with it, it was like, you know, all right, kind of like playing Monopoly, you know. Uh, 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 Go pass, go collect $200. All right, let's go around the board again. So, um, yes. I want to think going into 2019, we are cleansed from all of these stresses, past traumas, bondages, and all of that. Let's be optimistic and let's think about 2019. So, um, if you aren't following me on Instagram, my IG handle is at Nikki's Thoughts, and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, for my sisterhood page, was about, which is about, excuse me, um, Sisterhood all day, every day, um, words of encouragement, affirmations, events. I post everything about sisterhood. It doesn't even matter. Um, that is a tribe called sis. So on Instagram, the handle is a tribe called sis. My website is www.anicoleinc.com. Okay. Um, I had someone uh, send me an email and was like, I had to listen all the way to the end. The podcast just find out what your um IG was, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I hope y'all are listening to the end of the podcast, but okay, I'll put it in the beginning and the end. So, um, also I have ten tickets left for my I just want my sisters to heal women's expo that I will be holding in Washington D.C. on January the fifth. It's 11 to 6, so um, it's all-inclusive. It comes with your meal. It comes with your um, unlimited wine. I'm going to have a DJ. Um, I have three other panelists. I have a... um, a business coach for my sisters out here who want to start a business or even make their business better. Um, I have a sex therapist to talk about um, reclaiming your orgasm or claiming it if you've, if you've never had one. And that's cool. Um, we'll discuss that. She's, she's going to talk about troubleshooting sex positions and also because she has a yoni spa. Um, she's also going to be talking about womb health. 
and womb wellness and things like that. Um, I'm going to have my spiritual advisor there and my tarot reader. She's going to talk about opening that spiritual door. I know a lot of you all ask me about um, candle work rituals tarot and things like that um she's who i learned from um you know her and me doing my own self-education but i always bring it back to her and you know like she solidifies things so um definitely come um get your tickets um i'm gonna have a feature poet there um and she is dope as well so you can get your tickets on www.anicoleinc.com and that's a-n-i-c-h-o-l-e-i-n-c.com okay so um again this week's episode is going to be about narcissism and I just wanted to leave it open because I didn't want to be oh how to spot one dealing with one and all of that I just wanted to just have a flowy conversation about it to get something straight so um I hope you enjoy and let's get into it shall we Okay, so again, I wanted to do this episode on uh, narcissism because um, it's like on social media um, or even like just in society, period, like in, 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 in social places that I go to in real life, quote unquote, I hear people just throw the word around and I'm like, <laughs> everything just because of, you think that a person is full of themselves or may not care about your feelings the way you want them to or the way you ideologize that they should um it doesn't make them a narcissist you know and um that's a really heavy word to be throwing around and um what a lot of people don't realize is less than two percent of the population is has been um diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder so if only two percent of our society has a diagnosis diagnosed um has been diagnosed excuse me um why the hell y'all trying to say this person is and that person is it's it's a very small number of people who actually have the disorder where it affects their like everyday life and um yeah that i I, I, I told somebody that today and they were like two percent and i was like uh yeah so um they were like yes yeah, so you need to go ahead and do the um the podcast on it. and I was like exactly so um I'm just going to dive right on in what the hell is narcissistic personality disorder or you may see it as MPD so because we are in this selfie obsessed celebrity driven culture it is often very rampant to see somebody who is excessively vain or full of themselves. Um, but when it comes down to psychological terms like narcissism, it doesn't mean self-love, at least not of a genuine sort. It's more accurate to say that people with narcissistic personality disorder are in love with an idealized, grandiose image of themselves. Um, it's kind of like... Um, when you've told somebody or somebody has told you, you're not in love with me, you're in love with the thought of me. It's, it's, it's like that. They are in love with this image, this grandiose image of themselves, not who they really are in real life. So um, because they're in love with this inflated self-image, precisely it, it allows them to avoid deep feelings of insecurity. So that is the reason why they must see themselves as superior. That is why they must see themselves as better than because it allows them to, them to escape from actually, as y'all know, I say, um, cutting themselves in half, splitting themselves open and digging deep. So um, when they prop up these delusions of grandeur, it takes work. It takes a team, you know, and when I say a team, I'm not talking about people, but it takes work to hype up this image of self. And this is where the dysfunctional attitudes and behaviors come in. So narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, and also an excessive need for admiration. So others often describe people with narcissistic personality disorder as cocky manipulative, selfish, patronizing, and demanding. 
This way of thinking and behaving can be seen in every area of a narcissist's life, from work and friendships to family and love relationships. People with narcissistic personality disorder are extremely resistant to changing their behavior. They don't want to change it. Even if they're the culprit, even if they're the problem, even if you are perfect, if you will, and all of this shit is on them. Mm -mm. No, they don't want to change their behavior and their tendency is to turn the blame on others to deflect from doing so. So in addition to this, they also are seen as extremely sensitive. I'm sorry. Yeah. They are seen as extremely sensitive and react badly to even the slightest criticism, disagreements, or perceived slights, which they view as personal attacks. Excuse me, I just woke up from a nap. Uh, I was like, I'm going to take me a nap before because I feel like I got to roll my sleeves up on, on this episode. So please forgive me for yawning. Um, for the people in the narcissist's life, it is often easier just to go along with their demands to avoid their rages and their cold behavior. So if you have ever dealt with someone with narcissistic traits, because that's what we're going to talk about, um, you may find yourself like, you know what? I don't want no beef. I don't want no problems. So I'm just going to go along with it because they may make you feel like you're talking to a brick wall. In essence, that's what it is like because they don't want to hear shit you got to say. They have already formulated in their mind that they are right and you are wrong and they're not going to change themselves. So you are stuck to have to make the decision of whether or not you're just going to take the blame, allow yourself to be gaslighted and take the blame and just go along with it because you do not want to keep tussling with them about the shit that you that they are putting you through excuse me so let's get into the signs and symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder um so some of these um a narcissist trait the first one is grandiose sense of self-importance so grandiosity is the defining characteristic of narcissism it is the steak and potatoes of it. You can even say it's the nucleus of it. So more than just arrogance or vanity, grandiosity is an unrealistic sense of superiority. Narcissists believe they are unique or special and can only be understood by other special people. Motherfuckers, that's as crazy as they are. Right? So what's more, they are too good for anything average or ordinary. They only want to associate and be associated with other high status people, places, and things. Narcissists also believe that they're better than everyone else and expect to be recognized as such. Even when they've done nothing, dick, nothing, to earn such recognition. They will often exaggerate or outright, outright lie about their achievements and their talents. And when they talk about work or relationships, all you'll hear is how much they do, how great they are, and how lucky the people in their lives are to have them. They are the undisputed star and everyone else is at best a player. You know, you're just sitting on the bench. You're on the team, but they the star. you on the team, but they LeBron. You know, you got the jersey on. Yeah, you on a team, but you ain't getting no fucking floor time. Okay? They 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 Kobe Bryant. You're not getting no fucking floor time. All right? That's it. Next. People who possess the uh, narcissistic personality disorder trait, they also live in a fantasy world that supports their delusions of grandeur. It supports their grandiosity. So, since reality doesn't support their grandiose their grandiose, excuse me, view of themselves, narcissists live in a fantasy world propped up by distortion, self-deception, and magical thinking. They spend self-glorifying fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, attractiveness, and ideal love that make them feel special and in control. These fantasies protect them from feelings of inner emptiness and shame. So facts and opinions that contradict them are ignored and rationalized away. 
Anything that threatens to burst the fantasy bubble is met with extreme defensiveness and even rage. So those around the narcissist learn to tread carefully around their denial of reality. You ever told a narcissist about themselves and they just snap? You ever told, you know, put that light up or that mirror up to a narcissist's face or somebody who is exhibiting narcissistic traits and they just go ape shit? They, they just start motherfucking uh, 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 stacking their money fast and go? Fast and like a motherfucking Lambo? Um, because what you're doing is you are putting them in a negative light. And... To them, there ain't shit negative about them. They are the best thing since sliced bread, and you better fucking get with it or get lost. So, I hope that makes sense to you. Another um, symptom of it is they need constant praise and admiration. A narcissist's sense of superiority is like a balloon that gradually loses air without a steady stream of applause and recognition to keep it inflated. The occasional compliment is not good enough. Narcissists need constant food for their ego, so they surround themselves with people who are willing to cater to their obsessive craving for affirmation. These relationships are very one-sided. Flunkies, I like to call them. It's all about what the admirer can do for the narcissist, never the other way around. And if there is ever an interruption or a diminishment in the admirer's attention and praise, the narcissist treats this as betrayal. Narcissists need yes people around. Narcissists do not like people around them that call them on their shit and tell them about themselves. No, you guys are, the devil is not welcome here. Not fucking welcome. Okay, nobody's supposed to be here. You are not fucking welcome at this table. You cannot sit at this table. So, um, you want to fuck with a narcissist? You want to um, um, take it left to a narcissist? Starve their fucking ego. Act like they just, who are you? Who are you? They do not like to be around people like this because, again, they do not want to look at who they really are. They do not want to see that they have bullshit too. We all do. But a lot of us, we we own our shit. Acknowledge our shit. They don't want to do that because to do so would mean that they have fallen short from the picture of themselves that they have put in their head. Next, a sense of entitlement. This is a big one. Because they consider themselves special, narcissists expect favorable treatment as their due. It's a birthright. They truly believe that whatever they want, they should get. They also expect people around them to automatically comply with their every wish and whim. That is their only value. What you can do for them, remember? If you don't anticipate and meet their every need, then you are useless. And if you have the nerve to defy their will or selfishly ask for something in return, because that's how they're going to look at you, being selfish, if you want some reciprocity. Um, prepare yourself for, again, aggression, outrage, or the cold shoulder. So, again, I think that this is one of the traits that makes people, excuse me, automatically say, oh, yeah, this person is a narcissist is because of the sense of entitlement. And, yes, this is true. Um, narcissists have a huge sense of entitlement and they don't think that you should do things for them because oh it's the right thing to do or oh because they're a good person they think that you should do things for him for them excuse me because it's they they were born to receive favor it, this shit don't have nothing to do with my character this shit don't nothing don't have nothing to do with who i am as a person it's old to me i can act the way i want to fucking act and it's still old to me no, I don't have to respect your boundaries. No, I don't have to respect you. No, I don't have to um, honor you. No, I don't have to give you reciprocity. I don't have to do any of that. You give me. And if you deviate from that, I'm going to look at you as though you're selfish. Because your quote unquote selfishness takes away from you being about me-ish. You don't need to be selfish as in you. You need to be me-ish as in I. So that entitlement, that sense of entitlement is a huge, huge, huge factor. So next, they exploit others with guilt or shame. 
Narcissists never develop the ability to identify with the feelings of others, to put themselves in another person's shoes. In other, in other words, excuse me, they lack empathy. In many ways, they view the people in their lives as objects there to serve their needs. That's why they don't do reciprocity because I'm not here to do for you. You're here to do for me. The fuck? What did you thought? I'm not here for you. So as a consequence, they don't think twice about taking advantage of others to achieve their own ends because in their mind, I'm not taking advantage of you. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing for me because I'm me. So what do you mean I'm taking advantage of you? That's why when you bring it up, they get angry, aggressive because they're like the audacity, take advantage of you. You were supposed to do that. Sound familiar? So sometimes this interpersonal exploitation is malicious, but often it's simply oblivious. Narcissists simply don't think about how their behaviors affect others. They don't care. They don't think about it and they don't care. And if you point it out, they still won't truly get it. The only thing they understand is their own needs. You have to recognize this. The only thing that they understand is their own needs. And sometimes, like I just said, it ain't even like they trying to be mean about it. They just don't know. They're so self-absorbed that your feelings, um, your needs, your desires, it's never crossed their mind. So, of course, you're going to get the befuddled look when you confront them with it because they're going to, well, what are you talking about? What? Next. Um, narcissists frequently demean, intimidate, bully, or belittle others. Narcissists feel threatened whenever they encounter someone who appears to have something they lack, especially those who are confident and popular. They're also threatened by people who don't know um, them, who don't, who don't, I'm sorry, who don't, um, do not give in to them and um, challenge them in any way. Excuse me. So the only way to neutralize the threat and prop up their own sagging ego is to put those people down. They may do it in a patronizing or dismissive way as if to demonstrate how little and insignificant the other person is to them. Or they may go on the attack with insults, name calling, bullying, and threats to to force the other person to back into line. So it's kind of like, oh no, mm -mm, I'm at the top of this totem pole. It's kind of like the lion is the king of the jungle. You know, let an antelope get out of fucking line. Let a cheetah get out of fucking line. Let an elephant get out of line. A meerkat. Uh, what? What? No, 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 no. I'm the king of the fucking jungle. Pipe the fuck down. It's kind of the same thing. So, I want to say to this, to you, don't fall for the fantasy. Narcissists, they can be very magnetic and charming. They are very good at painting fantastical, flattering pictures that draw motherfuckers in. And we're attracted to their apparent confidence and lofty dreams. And listen to this. The shakier your self-esteem is, your self-esteem, the more seductive their allure is. That's why you got to check yourself. It's easy to get caught up in their web thinking that they will fulfill our longing to feel more important, more alive. But it's just a fantasy. So you can't get caught up in their web. You can't think that, oh, he's just going to fulfill me or she's just going to fulfill me. No, you're going to fulfill them. They ain't going to do shit for you because, again, they are not here to serve you. You are here to serve them. You are the sandpaper that is they're going to rub and rub and rub on them. And when they are polished, they're going to throw you down. Ain't that an analogy uh, Beyonce said in uh, Temptations? Y'all know I give credit where it's fucking due. I give credit where it's due. I don't want nobody to be like, and Nikki was talking. She said this, 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 this statement. And I knew it sound familiar. Mm-mm. I got that from uh, Fighting Temptations. There you go. Put that in parentheses, uh, comma, and the goddamn, uh, the year the movie came out. Yes. So. Um, things that I want you to consider are these, your needs won't be fulfilled or even recognized. It is important to remember that narcissists aren't looking for partners. They are not looking for a boyfriend. They are not looking for a girlfriend. They're not looking for a wife, a husband, a soulmate, uh, whatever it is y'all are calling each other these days. They're not looking for that. What they're looking for is an obedient admirer. 
your sole value to the narcissist is as someone who can tell them that they are great and to prop up their insatiable ego. Your desires and your feelings will never count because it ain't about you. So I want you to consider this as well. See shit for what it is. Take off them rose-colored glasses. It's important to see the narcissist in your life for who they are and not who you want them to be. Stop making these excuses for their bad behavior. Stop minimizing the hurt it's causing you because denial will not make it go away. The reality is that narcissists are very... It's whether you can live with this indefinitely. You can't change them. Okay? Let me say it one more time. You cannot change a narcissist. I don't care how much you love on them. And this is for my empaths out here. I don't care how much you love on them. I don't care how much you want to be their peace. And we didn't talk about this shit already. And how much you want to do. No, stop it. You're wasting your time. You are setting yourself up for a lifetime or however long um, it takes for you to even either dismount off of them or for them to dispose of you. You're going to waste that amount of time that you can be putting your energy into something else. Okay? So with that being said, focus on your own damn dreams. Instead of losing yourself in the narcissist's delusions, focus on the things you want for yourself. What do you want to change in your life? What gifts would you like to develop? What fantasies do you need to give up in order to create a more fulfilling reality? So here comes the B word that I love to use. You got to set healthy boundaries. Healthy relationships are based on mutual respect and caring. But narcissists aren't capable of true reciprocity in their relationships, right? It isn't just that they're not willing. They're truly not able to. They don't see you, they don't hear you, they don't recognize you as someone who exists outside of their own needs. You do not exist outside of whatever value you bring to their table. They don't know who you are outside of that. And because of this, narcissists regularly violate the boundaries of others. It ain't about what your boundaries is, it's about what I want from you. Fuck your boundaries. And what's more, they do so with an absolute sense of entitlement. Hmm? Narcissists think nothing of going through or borrowing your possessions without asking, snooping through your mail and personal correspondence, eavesdropping on conversations, barging in without an invitation, stealing your ideas and giving you unwanted opinions and advice. They may even tell you what you think and feel. Okay, they're going to give you your own goddamn opinion. It's important to recognize these violations for what they are so you can begin to create healthier boundaries where your needs are respected. So make a plan. If you have a longstanding pattern of letting others violate your boundaries, it's not easy to take back control because you're not used to it. Set yourself up for success by carefully considering your goals and the potential obstacles. What are the most important changes you hope to achieve? Is there anything you've tried in the past with a narcissist that didn't work? Anything that hasn't? What is the balance of power between you and how and how will it uh, uh, impact your plan? How will you enforce your new boundaries? Answering these questions will help you evaluate your options and develop a realistic plans. plan. Excuse me. Next, consider a gentle approach. If preserving your relationship with a narcissist is important to you, uh, okay, all right, you will have to tread softly. By pointing out their hurtful or dysfunctional behavior, you are damaging their self-image of perfection. You are insulting them. Try to deliver your message calmly, respectfully, and as gently as possible. Focus on how their behavior makes you feel rather than on their motivations and intentions. If they respond with anger and defensiveness, try to remain calm. Walk away if need be and revisit the conversation later. Um, now that I've said that, I mean, I, you know, I always try to be fair. I always try to give y'all both sides of the coin. Fuck that shit. Why would you want to keep a narcissist in your life? I don't give a fuck who they are. Why? But if you if you want to still fuck with them, take what I said to heart. You know, do what I just said. 
Um, next, don't set a boundary unless you're willing to keep it. I tell y'all this all the time. Boundaries is a two-step process. Telling the motherfucker what the new thing is and then backing it up. Again, a lot of times people think we just going to tell somebody and you're not going to do this to me anymore. And I won't stand for this anymore. And you better not do this anymore. And they're going to be like, okay. Uh-huh. No. You mean you want me to stop doing shit that feels good to me? You mean you want me to stop doing shit that I'm comfortable with doing? You want to take me out of my comfort zone and you think that I'm just going to be like, okay, I don't give a fuck if it is for your greater good. You think I'm just going to be like, okay, no, 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 no. So you can always count on the narcissist to rebel against new boundaries and test your limits. So please be prepared. Follow up with any consequences specified. So when you set these boundaries, what you need to set is a boundary with yourself as to what will I do? What will be my follow-up if this person does not respect the new rule and regulation that I have set forth, right? So if you back down from that, you are sending the message that you don't need to be taken seriously. If you don't give them that follow-through, like, oh, you, 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 you just going to do what the fuck you want to do still? Oh, okay, well, here's the consequence. What are we setting boundaries for? What? So... With that being said, you have to be prepared for other changes in the relationship. The narcissist will feel threatened and upset by your attempts to take control over your life. How dare you? They are used to calling the shots. How dare you? To compensate, they may step up their demands in other aspects of the relationship, distancing themselves to punish you or attempt to manipulate or charm you into giving up the new boundaries that you have set. It's up to you to stand firm. Again, it's up to you to stand firm. Next bullet. Don't take shit personal. To protect themselves from feelings of inferiority and shame, narcissists must always deny their shortcomings, cruelties, and mistakes. Often they will do so by projecting their own faults onto others. It's very upsetting to be blamed for something that's not your fault or to be characterized with negative traits you don't fucking possess. But as difficult as it may be, try not to take it personally because, again, it ain't about you. Okay, so how are we going to do this? Don't buy into the narcissist version of who you are. How the fuck you going to let somebody tell you who you are? I, that will never, that will never cease to amaze me. I, somebody, listen, I'm 34 years old. Ain't nobody who's known me for just a couple of fucking yesterdays going to tell me who the fuck I am. I've been in this body for 34 fucking years. 1984, ho. So you ain't gonna come in this bitch in the year of our Lord 2018 and tell me who the fuck I am. So, with that being said, do not allow a narcissist to tell you who the fuck you are. Okay? Don't buy into that shit. Because narcissists, they do not live in reality. And that includes the, their views of other people. Hello? Caller, are you there? Breaker, breaker. Tufo, are you there? Don't let their shame and blame game undermine your self-esteem. Refuse to accept undeserved, excuse me, responsibility, blame, or criticism. That negativity is the narcissist to keep. That's, that's, that's your little red wagon. Don't let them bring that shit over there to you. Let them keep that shit over there with them. That's they fucking little red wagon. And that's what you tell them. Look, boo, that's your little red wagon. You can push it or fucking pull it. Because that's what the fuck I tell them. Mm-mm. Don't you bring the motherfucking suitcases over here? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's you. Next, do not argue with a narcissist. You will lose. You will lose. You will lose. And when I say you lose, I mean, like, not that you're the loser. But, again, you're going to be feeling like you're talking to a brick wall. Because when attacked, the natural instinct is to defend yourself and prove the narcissist wrong. But no matter how rational you are or how sound your argument, they are unlikely to hear you. And arguing the point may escalate the situation in a very unpleasant way. We don't want to get some free silver bracelets. We don't want to fucking a free spotlight on fucking snaps. We don't want a uh, law and order SVU to do a motherfucking whole ass episode on us or law and order criminal intent. One of them law and orders. We don't, we don't want that. We don't want a CNN special. We don't want a Fox news special. 
Okay? So don't waste your breath. Simply tell the narcissist you disagree with them, with their assessment of you, and then move on. I wouldn't even say that. I don't agree with with what you're saying. Nigga, fuck you. Bitch, fuck you. I'm not even going to say all of I don't agree with that. Next, next, know yourself. The best defense against the insults and projections of the narcissist is a strong sense of self. When you know your own strengths and weaknesses, it is easier to reject any fair criticisms leveled against you. It goes back to what I was saying about self-esteem. If you have low self-esteem, you are a narcissist playground. If you don't know who the fuck you are, you are a narcissist playground because they going to tell you who the fuck you are through their warped perceptions. And you're going to buy into it and you're going to believe it and both of y'all motherfuckers is going to be dead wrong. You have to know yourself. And I'm going to say this particularly, especially, especially, excuse me, to my empaths. I don't know why I'm so tongue tied today. Because my empaths, my fellow empaths. We know that it's wrong. We feel it. You know, shit ain't black and white with us. Because we go off of our feelings. It don't got to be black and white. It's what we feel. And our intuition and our gut will be like, no. And because we don't know ourselves, or if we don't tune into that intuition, if we don't tune into spirit, we're going to listen to this person standing outside of spirit. Standing outside of self. And you have lost at that point. You listen to spirit. You hear? No, I sound like Big Mama, but that's what the hell it is. Next, you got to let go the need for approval. It's important to detach from a narcissist's opinion and any desire to please or appease them at the expense of yourself. You need to be okay with knowing the truth about yourself, even if the narcissist sees the situation differently. And they will always see the situation differently. You have to know who you are. Hello? Hello? So, after I've said all of this, I know it's still some of y'all who gonna want to stay with these motherfuckers. I know it. After I didn't said everything I didn't said, you know, I'm over here wiping my mouth like the pastor at Ebenezer Baptist Church. I know it's still gonna be some of y'all who gonna want to stay. Especially my empaths. You know, maybe you got to go through a few more narcissists to fucking be like, enough is enough is enough is enough. I don't know. (sighs) So, if you're going to stay in a relationship with a narcissist, please be honest with yourself about what you can and cannot expect. A narcissist isn't going to change into someone who truly values you. So you'll need to look elsewhere for emotional support and personal fulfillment. I can't believe I'm going down this road, but here we go. Get in the car, boo. Get in the car. Let's go. Walk with me, camera. Walk with me, camera. So the first thing that you need to do is learn what healthy relationships look and feel like. If you come from a narcissistic family, you may not have a very good sense of what a healthy give and take relationship is. The narcissistic pattern of dysfunction may feel comfortable to you. Just remind yourself that as familiar as it feels, it also makes you feel bad. In a reciprocal relationship, a give and take relationship, you will feel respected, listened to, and free to be yourself. So all jokes aside. I understand that some of us may come from um, family backgrounds where, um, again, narcissistic family backgrounds. Um, So you may not know, you know, Um, I talk about um, empaths a lot and, you know, warning them against narcissists. But sometimes you don't have to be an empath. Um, Sometimes this is what you're used to seeing. So this is what you go off of. And it, it, it is a process. And I respect that. So you might not be ready to go. You might not be uh, like, fuck this shit, you know, but in the interim of that, I want you to start familiarizing yourself with what a healthy relationship is so that you can gradually make yourself stronger to get the fuck out of Dodge. Okay, next, spend time with people who give you an honest reflection of who you are. This is, this is another way to build you up. In order to keep perspective and avoid buying into the narcissist distortion, 
it's important to spend time with people who see you as you really are and who validate your thoughts and your feelings. This is very important because, um, again, a narcissist is going to fuck with your self-esteem and your self-confidence. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's an uphill battle 24-7, okay? And you are choosing to get in that ring every day. All right, cool. But on the other side of that coin, um, until you're ready... I need for you to supplement yourself with people um, who love on you, your tribe, people who are patient with you and are going to build you up to the point of saying, I ain't doing this shit no more. Okay. Also, I want you to make new friendships. If necessary, please let them be outside of the narcissist orbit. They have to be. And this is because some narcissists, they isolate the people in their lives in order to better control them. And that is because, especially if you're one of my good girlfriends or you one of my guy friends or you one of my family members, if I pick up on the shit, I'm like, oh, hell no. We got to fucking break every motherfucking chain. Okay. We got to break every fucking chain. And a narcissist doesn't want that because that does not serve their greater good. That does not serve their highest good. So if they know that these people are going to put pressure on you to get the fuck away from them and take away your role in their life that they see you as to serve them and to be their minion, their flunky, whatever, you think they're going to let that shit go off with uh, uh, without a hitch? No, they're not going to want you to be around that person because that person threatens their existence that person stands in the way of you being obedient and giving them what they want so they're not going to have that okay so um i hope that you all have um enjoyed this um this chat about narcissism i mean we can go on and on and on um all day um perhaps i can do a a, a a episode about when you're in a relationship with one you know one geared to just relationships um narcissism isn't just um reduced to relationships uh with like boyfriend and girlfriend you, uh, your, your mother could be a narcissist you could be dealing with your mother your father a sibling a co-worker um a friend a best friend a childhood friend um current friend um anybody so um, open up your scope when I'm talking about um, this episode and, and don't just think about relationships. Think about where relationships are interchangeable. You can be boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. So that wasn't a good um, thing to say. Um, don't just think about it as far as um, intimate relationships, as far as um, boyfriend and girlfriend that way, that way. Think of it just as relationships, period, people in general. Um, because a lot of y'all's parents are narcissists and y'all don't know that y'all just thinking, oh no, that's just, that's relationship shit. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Um, a lot of y'all siblings are coworker, um, whoever, you know, you come in contact with, you know, you might have some light bulbs going off in your head right now. So think of that. Um, and we can revisit it. We can talk about a narcissistic mama or a narcissistic parent. Um, I want to get into um, Munchausen um, syndrome um, because I know a lot of, of our children, Munchausen by proxy, excuse me, that's for the babies. A lot of our children um, deal with that um, with their parents, using them to um, as a means to get attention and things like that. Um, I know the first time it was really brought into first um, not brought into first, but the first time it was brought into the spotlight um, was Eminem's cleaning out my closet. And he was saying, you know, he was a victim of Munchausen syndrome. And I was like, oh, wow, um, that had to be tough with him growing up. But it, it happens so many times where I see parents um, exploit their children to get to gain sympathy. So um, I'll talk about that also um, narcissism and Munchausen by proxy. So um, I'm, ha- I'm doing so good with my time. I'm so proud of myself. So let's get into the um, I saved you a seat award. Shall we? What's up? <laughs> I say what's up? Man, sit your ass down. 
Okay. So, mm. you know, I'm just gonna say it. So this 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 week's I Save You a Seat Award goes to um this whole this whole outpouring of sympathy for Offset. Now, um, I'm not I'm I'm not a a a, a Barty fan um, fanatic or or an Amigos Offset fanatic, so I'm not sure I'm I'm not too privy to the um, the inner workings of their relationship, and it's really none of my business. Um, I love her music. Um, I, I I love her personality. Uh, I'm I'm all for for free spirited women. Excuse me, what the hell is wrong with me today? Uh, I think it's because I got my braces tightened. Cause I keep wrapping my uh my lips around the wire, y'all. Like I don't give a fuck. But um, I had saw in the on social media that he was caught texting a young lady about facilitating a threesome between herself, him, and another girl. Um, and Cardi had she she wasn't gonna she she wasn't um gonna be putting the pussy on offset that night. So um. I know maybe a little bit after, I'm not sure, um, the time, the time frame, but, um, Cardi had released a video, um, in which she said that she and Offset, um, had broken up. They were getting a divorce, you know, it was going to take time and, um, you know, she's focusing on herself and her daughter and she should. So I was like, you know, okay, well, you know, um, it, it, it's always sad to see, you know, a breakup of, of any type. Um, and, you know, I just was like, man, you know, I send her good vibes, you know, or whatever that has to suck to have that play out in, um, in the public eye. Um, it just really has to suck, uh, whatever. So I started seeing last week, cause the day is Sunday. I started seeing like these guy rappers, um, or guy, male celebrities, not just rappers, was mainly rappers, uh, talking about leaving comments and all of that, talking about take him back. Oh, you better take him back. And all of that. I seen the game talking about y'all don't know about marriages. That's why marriages aren't working these days because you, you, you don't throw in the towel. You don't throw in the towel when, you know, shit get, when you hit a bumpy road, you don't, you don't throw in the towel when, when, when you, you hit a snag, when the relationship hits a snag, you don't do that. You work on your marriage. That's why marriages don't work these days because people don't want to work on them no more and all of this other stuff. And I was just like, wow, 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 whoopsie. Do y'all remember that cartoon? Kingston used to watch that when he was a kid. He's still a kid when he was a baby. Wow, wow, fucking Wubsy. And, you know, um, I saw a, um, I saw a post that, um, I guess they did on Offset where he was apologizing to her and, um, was basically capitalizing on the people who were telling her to take him back. Cause it wasn't just these rappers. I mean, I went into some comment sections and I seen men and women alike saying that she needs to take him back and all of this other stuff. And that's where I had the problem. And I just was like, and, and again, he's offset his capitalized and see how many people want you to take me back. I miss my wife. He's coming up on stage. She surprised her on stage. She had a performance and he just walk up in the bitch with balloons and flowers and all of this shit. Cardi, take me back and stuff, which I thought was very disrespectful to boundaries, which I thought was just very fucking rude. You just going to force yourself on somebody coming to somebody's entertainment set, coming to somebody's performance set in a space. But anywho, um, again, that's they shit they business, whatever. But I want to speak to, I don't really want to speak to, um, you know, what they should do. Cause that, again, that's none of my business. I don't want to speak to with Cardi. I think Cardi should what, what, what? And I think Offset should what, what, what? That's no, I want to speak to how everybody is coming to the defense of this man who has been extremely and blatantly disrespectful. 
nobody in the same vein has said anything to make him take accountability, take accountability for his actions or any type of accountability. You know, not once in 50 Cent's response, in T.I.'s response, in the game's response, whoever's response said, you know what, that was some foul shit. You know what, he violated. Nobody try is trying to validate the hurt and the pain that that girl has to be going through. Nobody. And that, to me, is so familiar, especially when it comes to my sisters. Nobody ever talks about the shit, the wear and tear that the woman goes through. No. They glorify the man, and if she does get back with him, they're going to glorify not that she's been through this shit, he didn't put her through this shit, and she didn't had to pull herself back up, or she didn't had to heal, and because ain't nobody gonna talk about that. Mm-mm. No, nobody's gonna talk about you know the the going through that she's going through. Nobody's gonna talk about the road to recovery that she has to go through to make herself whole again. No, nobody's gonna talk about that. They're going to glorify her getting back with this dude, and I think that that is so fucked up. Where we live in a world. A society where, oh, a man can fuck up all he wants. Drag you through the mud. Drag you in social media. Let everybody fucking know all of this stuff and think he can give a half-ass apology and that's it. That's it. He apologized. Or he, he, he didn't, he a man. He didn't mean that. You gonna let this, you gonna let this fuck up vows? And it's so crazy how everybody is saying she better not let these these chicken heads or these thoughts um, mess up her marriage. She better not. She better not. She better not. She better not. But don't nobody say shit about what he better not have did. What he shouldn't have fucking did. Nobody wants to talk about how the fuck we got to the better not. Nobody wants to talk about how he needs to take accountability for his actions in the sense that when you make decisions... That are detrimental to the peace and the quality of life of another person. They are not obligated to give you back your fucking happy ending. And what a lot of people need to realize is just because you may accept somebody's apology or even or just because you say, okay, we're going to co-parent. We have this kid, you know, whatever. I'm trying to be the adult about it. That does not guarantee the person who has fucked you dearly that doesn't give them a a pass to just be like okay shit gets to be the way that they used to be you can forgive somebody and not fuck with them you can forgive somebody and walk fucking right past them in the street and they get that 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 i know somebody like within your didn't forgive them yes it does because there's nowhere in the fucking history or dictionary of forgiveness that that means that you have to press reset And the person gets to just come and go as they please. And the relationship goes back per usual. And that's what a lot of people don't realize with me who have fucked me over. Okay, I accept your apology because I want to release that fucking bad energy. But that doesn't mean that you and I can continue to engage. And it's like, wait, what? But I said I was sorry. Yeah, you did. And I accepted your fucking apology. But let me say this. Offset wasn't fucking sorry when he was on the back shots and chill tour. Nobody, he wasn't fucking hat in hands and, and looking all pitiful and, and, and his friends and his supporters looking all fucking pitiful when um they was popping bottles and other motherfuckers was putting the pussy on Offset. He wasn't feeling bad then. So what are you feeling bad about now? Are you really remorseful? Or are you mad that you got caught And you are being forced to deal with the repercussions of your actions. You are being forced to deal with the consequences. A lot of people think that when they apologize to somebody, they are essentially writing a check for that person to cover the the consequences that they were about to render to them. When you fuck up with somebody and you apologize, that apology does not compensate them for the consequences that they are all the way, all the way entitled to fucking lay down on you. It doesn't mean that. 
okay, I accept your apology, but I don't have to fuck with you. And I think that it's very, very fucked up. And I think that it is is very just, just disgusting. You know what I mean? And it's like, for people to be like, oh, you better take that man back. Don't be mean. Don't, well, what do you mean don't be mean? So basically what you're saying is because I have decided to say enough is enough because I have decided to remove myself from disrespect, remove myself from conflict and peace, remove myself from a situation and an environment that does not serve me positively and is not for my highest good. I'm wrong. So think of that in the reverse. To turn a blind eye to a good life in which you should and you deserve to have. To embrace toxicity, to embrace disrespect, to embrace a motherfucker just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. That means that you are a a good woman. That means that you are a good person. You're not a good person if you advocate for self. You're not a good person if you set boundaries. You're not a good person... If you say enough is enough. No, you're a bad person. Because basically that's what you're saying. And again, I don't see nobody, nobody like, nah, man, that's fucked up. I don't see no brothers in this spotlight. No rappers, because the majority of these motherfucking rappers cheat on their motherfucking women too. I don't see nobody like, you know what? Let me check this brother. Cause that, 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 that wasn't cool. Let me, nah, let me stand up for this. Everybody want to stand up in uniformity for, 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 for niggas that just throw their fucking boy magic. Nobody wants to stand in uniformity for fucking respecting women, honoring women, doing what's right for women. And I mean, I could see if some time had went by. And they're like, all right, well, maybe things have, maybe things have cooled down. Maybe you've, you know, got some things off your chest. He's got some things off their chest. Y'all, y'all get back together. I don't know, whatever. But immediately, this woman can't even go through and, and work through her thoughts. And like, I saw a video that she did this morning. She ain't seen like the Cardi I seen. I was like, this, this sister is broken. This woman is broken. This shit has wore her down. You know, my bad. This shit has wore her down. It has wore her down. And, you know, y'all are on his side. And he's like, yeah, you see how many people want you to take me back? What? First of all, let's look at the caliber of these people who want you to take him back. First of all, let's look at that. The motherfucking caliber. So... Um, with that being said, that's my motherfucking I saved you see the war. Stop trying to emotionally blackmail sisters into taking men back who weren't thinking about their fucking feelings, weren't thinking about them when they over and over again violated. Keep that same fucking energy. You know, again, you wasn't looking like that when you was motherfucking sending them text messages. You wasn't looking like that when you was doing this bullshit. Start protecting the women. You know, start checking these dudes. Nah, that's not fucking cool. Stop glorifying and encouraging toxic behavior and accepting toxic behavior and accepting settling. Stop it. And people shouldn't be guilt tripped into... Oh, when somebody finally sees the light or, or staying with somebody until they finally see the light or, or waiting until somebody realizes that they have lost something and okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm back. Stop doing that. That's not fair. As a woman, it's not fair. It's fucked up. And especially if you one of these women out here talk about take him back, you fucked up. Matter of fact, you sit your ass over here too. I saved you a C2. Okay. I saved you a seat too. Especially if you're a woman out here fucking encouraging this shit. That shit ain't even fucking cool. And that's all I have to say about that.
and my Forrest Gump voice. Again, you can catch me. Follow me on Instagram. My IG handle is Nikki Stotts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-T-S. Um, my website is anicoleinc.com. A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C.com. Tickets for my I Just Want My Sisters to Heal um, Women's Expo are on sale. Ten tickets left as of today. Um... My Queen's Power Trip Jamaica. We're going to Jamaica. We're going for some fest, so we're going to have a great time. That is also on the website. Um, make sure you're following a tribe called Sis, um, which is my page about sisterhood, women empowerment, and all of that jazz. Uh, also check out my um my Black Sauce brand, um, my retail store, www.blacksaucebrand.com. Remember, I have moved, moved to a new domain. And I will see you next time. Take care of yourself. I'm out. I'm a trip, so I know you're going to fall for